I got to a point where my life was a real mess. Like I dropped out of uni and I didn't know what I was doing. And I just kind of woke up one day and was like, you need something to live for. Like you are just, I would sleep all day because there was no reason to get up. And I thought you need something to get up and live for. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to try kickboxing like Holly Holm. Yeah. And um, anyway, I went to a gym that happened to be an MMA gym. And the coach was like, well, you know, do the Muay Thai, but you should definitely grapple. I think girls benefit a lot more from grappling for self-defense and things like that. I thought, oh, it looks kind of weird. I'm not doing that. But then I thought, oh, I'll try it. I'll try it. And then I just become obsessed and then never stopped, really. It just kept growing a life of its own. Andy, you're an undefeated professional MMA fighter based out there in Australia. Thank you again for your time. I so appreciate it. No, thank you. No, this is amazing. I like to start my show off by going back a bit. Where did you grow up? What was childhood like for you? All right. My childhood was very, um, I didn't realize it was typical country until I moved to the city. <laughs> okay. So um, my childhood was in a country town. Oh, my cat's trying to get in the picture. Country town, riding bikes with friends. Um, going out to family farms yeah all that kind of usual usual nonsense like just getting up to mischief sneaking out to go to parties but someone's mum would see you you'd get driven home and (laughs) I grew up playing um the thing the thing in country Victoria is everyone either plays Australian rules football or netball okay really you know I never fought until I was about 23 I think I started fighting so yeah yeah Okay. It was very generic Australian, I would say. Right. Yeah, sure. <laughs> well, if Tapos is correct, you didn't start your amateur career until like 2018, right? Yeah, I only started fighting about two years ago. Okay. Who introduced you to MMA and why did you decide to start pursuing this thing? I, no one really introduced me to it. I didn't even know what MMA was really until okay. Holly versus Ronda come to Melbourne. Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. And... And a lot of my friends wanted to go to the open workout. And I was like, the what? Right. That's kind of when I started thinking, that's cool. Like, that's really cool. And I got to a point where my life was a real mess. Like, I dropped out of uni and I didn't know what I was doing. And I just kind of woke up one day and was like, you need something to live for. Like, you are just, I would sleep all day because there was no reason to get up. And I thought, you need something to get up and live for. And I thought, you know what, I'm going to try kickboxing like Holly Holm yeah and um anyway I went to a gym that happened to be an MMA gym and the coach was like well you know do the Muay Thai but you should definitely grapple I think girls benefit a lot more from grappling for self-defense and things like that I thought oh it looks kind of weird I'm not doing that (laughs) but then I thought I'll try it I'll try it and then I just become obsessed and then never stopped really it just kept growing a life of its own. Yeah. So what was the reaction from your friends and your family when you told me, hey, I'm going to go get in this cage thing and start fighting people? I didn't tell my, I didn't tell my family for a long time that I was going to have my first cage fight. Okay. Um, I ended up kind of mentioning it on the down low because it was actually two days after my birthday. So my family started trying to plan things for my birthday. And I go, guys, I can't really do anything for my birthday because... 
I'm going to have an MMA fight. And, um, and it's funny, I spoke to my friends and family not long ago about it. And they said they were freaking out. Like they had no idea what to expect. <laughs> and then, um, and then now that I've had a fair few fights undefeated, they're like, we yeah. just go to the, they're like, she's going to win. And then we can all leave. Like, right. Yeah. Like, Thanks guys. <laughs> uh, yeah, right. That's awesome. Well, the majority of your fights have been with the Hex Fight Series. They look like a great promotion out there, but what's been your experience working with those guys? Oh my gosh, so fantastic. So yeah. um, they're really nice people. I didn't realize the level of the production, um, especially for the amateur show, until I got there. And okay. I thought, I thought I'm just going to, because I'd done a lot of interclubs and um, some amateur kickboxing. Mm. And I was like, okay, um, I'll just get in there, do my thing and leave. And I'm waiting backstage to go out and they go, okay, Annie, you're going to walk out in front of a big screen with your face on it. And then sparks are going to shoot out. Then we want you to do like some boxing. The camera's going to film you. And I'm sitting there going, sparks? I was like, no one prepared me for this. Because right. I was just so used to like, I just thought, oh, you know, when it's just a ring in a room and it's just people's family watching and, I get there, there's hundreds of people up and they're going, oh my God, no yeah. one wants to be about this. <laughs> but it was great. It makes you feel really, well, it makes you feel special for one, but it prepares you like for that um, kind of environment, you know, those high budget shows on big promotions. and Yeah. Well, and you just had your pro debut back in March of this year. You won via knockout. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank well, how did it feel to get that first pro win out of the way? Ah, oh, it was such a relief, honestly. I, I was really, um, I got to a point I competed in November last year mm -hmm. and I thought, that's it. I want to be pro now. Like, I just had like a tick and thought, I just want to be pro and we need to get this started because I want to do this. Yeah. You know, really want to give this such a good crack. So, you know, that fight was actually meant to happen in January and it got cancelled and then it got moved to March. And okay. um, I just, and I wanted, I just wanted to make such a big statement to be like, you know, I've done the pedigree amateur career and, you know, I'm here, I'm here to get finishes and knockouts and I want to be noticed. I feel like there's, um, there's some amazing, really amazing um, MMA fighters, female MMA fighters in Australia, but they have these fights that go the distance and you could go either way and yeah. you're kind of like, oh, who got that? Or, um, and I was like, no, I'm going to stand out to be the one that's finishing every fight to be like, I need the next thing. So that first round knockout, I could see it and I wanted yeah. it and I was just like, in my head, I was visualizing a knee because it was the first fight I could actually knee to the face. Yeah. So I was just like, that is it. That's what yeah. I'm going to do. So oh, That's awesome. I mean, how you feel backstage? Do you, do you ever get scared? I do, but I think my coach and I just train so hard. And yeah. this is where I get a lot of comfort. I just train to the point where I know I couldn't have trained anymore. And my opponent probably couldn't have trained as much as I did. Yeah. But in saying that, my last opponent lives in Thailand and trains full time. So I was kind of like, and I have a full-time job. I work, um, you know, eight or nine hours a day. So wow. I thought, God, she probably has trained more than me and this has never happened before. And, um, and she trains with, you know, some really big names when she's at Tiger Muay Thai. So, you know, I was like, try not to let that get into my head. Yeah. 
Um, and I get nervous, but it's just like, I just think there's nothing else I could have done to be ready for this. Let's just go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, hey, I hope you're enjoying the show so far. Wanted to give a quick shout out to our sponsors, starting with Rewebbed. They are the best digital marketing agency on the planet. I love working with those guys. Founded by a guy named Ian Inman. He's on a mission to feed 1 billion kids and help 1 million entrepreneurs. Go check them out. Tell them I sent you. Alpha Outpost, amazing monthly subscription box sent right to your door every single month. You can start for five bucks. They send you cool stuff like this. Go use the code TOPRATEDMMA for 15% off your order. Every time that I have a guest on my show, they say that's an amazing flag. Well, this flag here and many others that I own are from a company called Combat Flags. It's a veteran-owned company. They're on a mission to donate as much money as they can to stop soldier suicide. It's an amazing organization. Go check them out, Combat Flags. That's awesome. Now, I've, I noticed on Instagram, your Instagram handle name is Anakin Skywalker. Is, <laughs> is, is that a, like your full name or are you just like a Star Wars super fan? I'm just a Star Wars. Oh, Star okay. Wars nut. I've been meaning to change it and my friends are like, don't change it. It's like, it's your thing. We all know you by that. And I'm yeah. thinking, and um, yeah, I've been meaning to. And you know what? It tracks, it tracks some very nerdy boys. I'll oh. be. <laughs> I'm sure it does. <laughs> Which makes a good conversation, I guess. But it's pretty funny. I I think it's awesome. You should definitely keep it for sure. It's so like um, getting off track. But I watched Star Wars from I watched it the wrong way around. So I actually watched it from episode one through to the end. Okay. Right. Okay. So I changed my Instagram handle in like episode two to Anakin Skywalker. Like I love him. I love him. And then. He goes crazy and I was sitting there going, Oh my god, I had no idea. I was like, he's Darth Vader. Yeah. Why did nobody tell me that's who Darth Vader was? I was crying. Oh. Oh man, that's awesome. <laughs> so <good. laughs> that's awesome. So what's coming up next for you? I mean, do you have any fights lined up or anything going on? Well, my goal this year was to have four or five pro fights in one year. I was just gonna bag yeah. them out get a good record behind me but yeah. everything's been cancelled in australia really especially in victoria victoria's been crazy lockdown so wow i had a fight planned in april to happen okay and it got cancelled and i think they're just going to try and put it on the moment we can yeah yeah mm. gotcha but wow. and we were hoping december but it might not be till 2021 which kills me but right wow man yeah, it's been the same out here where I'm at. All the fights that, you know, that come through, not many come through where I live, but occasionally they do about every three months or so. But they have been canceled all year round for sure. Haven't seen anything. And, uh, but yeah, just really put a damper in the whole sports environment and MMA fights and things like that. So, but, you know uh, what? And when they put on shows, they're going to pick, you know, so many people are going to want to fight. Right. They're going to pick, you know, the most outstanding people, which is why I was grateful I got my March fight in. Yeah. that had a first round finish because I thought, oh, at least they're going to be like, oh, well, she did this. We'll put her on the show because totally. they're going to be speaking from lists, like, <laughs> you know, miles long of people wanting to get back in the ring. Right. Oh, wow. Uh, I wanted to shift to some fun questions here real quick. Oh, my gosh. I've got these uh, pod decks. They're such a just random questions. I'm going to pull one out here and hopefully it's not a flop here. Let's see what this one <laughs> All right. <laughs> So this one says, what's the most awkward thing that happens to you on a regular basis? Oh my gosh. Most awkward thing. Let me think. 
like maybe I think it's when guys forget that you're a girl when you grapple okay. and they touch the boob but okay. then they realize that they've touched your boob and they do this right. <laughs> <laughs> and I go it's fine really and then yeah. like you know them start getting extra cautious and then um you know or like someone had back control once and they went tap go and then they realized they've just slapped me straight across the boob <laughs> and they start freaking out and I'm like it is fine i don't know. right i really it is <laughs> that's, it, that's awesome yeah so um, when you're not training you're not fighting what are you doing for fun oh uh, i'm still trying to train um i'm trying, i think i'm a bit um <sighs> i I'm not really having fun. I decided oh, okay. to start my master's in business, okay. um, in time. Um, nice. just, um, set some goals. If I couldn't fight, I was like, I need to set some other goals sure. to keep me motivated. So I started, um, I'm still working and studying. Um, I can do some one-on-ones. So I, um, see my coach for some one-on-ones and I just like have a little setup in the shed to stay fit and, Every now and then you try and meet up with someone for a sneaky like training session on the lowdown and okay. <laughs> you know, but yeah. I, I think um I'm too self-destructive. I don't let myself have fun. I have to have especially now that I'm like so focused, I'm like everything needs to have a purpose. Everything I want everything to be building onto something bigger. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, that's great. I mean, you work your full time, go to school and train. Come on, that's a that's a most people can't do that. So congratulations to you for doing that. Yeah, thank you. It's been a friggin', it's been such a hard year, but at least I can finish the year and be like, okay, well, I didn't fight, but I did this, this, and this, and I yeah. don't feel as bad about it. Yep. Uh, yeah. Always a fun question to ask, but who is someone that has hit you the hardest? So maybe that was in training or in a fight. You're just like, wow, that rocked me. Oh, I don't know, actually. Um. I had, I had a fight against a girl who just had a, um, it didn't rock me, but it was just such a thud of a punch. And she had this really awkward stand-up style because she was more of a grappler okay. with just like this mega overhand. She just kept throwing this right hand. Like my face was actually only had bruises down the one side because this overhand. And I could, I just remember really vividly hearing it. It was like clunk, mm. clunk, clunk yeah. every time like it landed. And, um, you know, when someone's striking isn't as technical and it's hard to predict. So I just like every now and then it would catch me. Okay. I'd see a flash and I'd hear the sound. I'd be like, this hasn't <laughs> happened before. Usually yeah. you know, I'm the dart in, dart out type person. I don't really cut much damage, but. Right. Yeah. Yeah. This That's girl. awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I think you posted it on Instagram. Like maybe well, that was one of your pictures where you said, they say yeah, I take good picture of myself fighting or something like that. And you'd post all these awkward photos of you. Like, oh my gosh, yes, that video. <laughs> that is so my fight photos are disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. I loved it. Um last question for I'm a music guy, so I always love to ask this question. What type of music do you listen to or what's your favorite band? Oh, all right. So I am probably I am a real 70s 80s kind of girl so okay. i walk out to edge of 17 by stevie nicks yeah nice. i listen to a lot of fleetwood mac okay uh i listen to just um susie quattro i love real like female like grunty females who just really didn't give a shit in their time and i'm like yeah 
I just love it. I think my whole, I want to be a woman who's before her time, you know, very progressive and modern. And I mm -hmm. look at women like that and I think they were, they have that aura that I want. So that's the kind yeah. of stuff I listen to. Okay. Very cool. I mean, obviously being Australian, we all listen to ACDC. Oh, nice. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> It's not an Australian MMA show if someone doesn't walk out to ACDC. Okay. No, thank you. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, Andy, I also wanted to give you an opportunity to just give a shout out to coaches, teammates, gyms, sponsors, anything like that. The, the camera's all yours. Oh, okay. Um, well, obviously, my gym, Australian Combat Sports Academy, who do so much for me. Like, it is ridiculous how above and beyond they go for me. Awesome. Um, I've just received clothing from Jitsi who've helped, um, make a shirt for me and will hopefully help get shirts out for people to wear to my fights. Uh, I have to do a shout out probably to CSW and the Badger crew. I fought with them. I trained with them for a while last year and I just fell in love with that whole fight team in California. So I do love them a lot and awesome. hopefully I'll see them again at some point. And, um, yeah, just shout out to everyone who puts up with me, you know, in general. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm hard work. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, Andy, such an honor to have you on my show. Thank you so much for taking time. This was a great conversation. I really appreciate it. Oh, okay. Thank you. I'm glad. I'm glad we did this. This is so nice. Thank you so much for watching the show today. I so appreciate it. Please leave a comment down below. Leave us a review. Share this video. We want to get it in front of as many people as we can. I'm going to continue to bring on the best guests possible and the best up and coming fighters, real fighters, real stories. Thank you so much for checking it out. Have an awesome day.